0: Everybody, to Proxima360 Retail Podcast. We're very excited to do our weekly podcast. Uh, I would like to introduce the CEO of Phoenix Commerce, Akilish, who is joining us today. And we're going to be talking about curbside pickup and really breaking it down and understanding the downsides of it. Akilish, how are you doing today?
1: Very good, Carlos. Uh, thanks for inviting me. It's It's going to be a fun discussion. Looking forward to
0: it. Awesome. Awesome. No, we're very excited to have you. Uh, As we go through the conversation, we'll really explain to the folks that are listening, uh, how are you guys breaking the envelope, thinking outside the box and really becoming game changers in something that seems like a standard practice right now curbside pickup but uh but talking about that right let's break down curbside pickup for our listeners so if you could kind of break down curbside pickup for us it's true complexity because i feel everybody thinks of it like a restaurant you know i can just call it in and go and there's the food uh but when it comes to goods and services it, it breaks down in a lot more than that especially when you're talking about thousands of orders
1: yeah, no, absolutely. So, so if you really um, kind of go back suddenly, of course, in the middle of, I mean, because of COVID now, I mean, a lot of these retailers, they've got the inventory locked up in the stores. And 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 then, of course, many of us, we don't really necessarily, I mean, of course stores have been closed, and now they're slowly reopening. Uh, not There are still good number of people who are concerned about walking into a store physically, trying out the items, and then seeing what, is this something they really want to purchase or not, right? Those type of things. Uh, So, of course, in in that, among with with all those things, suddenly we have seen a sudden acceleration in every single retailer out there, right? If they've got a physical store, a location, they are thinking about, how do I offer curbside pickup on my website? Because you have to think about pre-purchase and post-purchase, right? So essentially, uh, curbside pickup by the nature of it, you have to have the capability where you can you can actually show the items, the products which are eligible for the curbside pickup. Kind of there is the component of inventory, right? Do you have real-time inventory which you can expose to the customers on a real-time basis on your website? That's Sounds easy, but it's a very big fundamental challenge for majority of the retailers, kind of not having the ability to display to the consumers in real time that what can they buy or not buy, right? So obviously there is there is that side of equation from and from customer experience perspective. Once you have shown that option actually, and, and if 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 that that thing really varies a lot significantly based on that category, right? So for example, if you are buying high-fitment category like apparel, footwear. Where I mean, you not only want to you think yeah, size medium that fits really well, but a particular brand it may or may not fit well unless and until you have really tried the same brand before, right? So or or the color or things of that nature. So really, um, kind of from the end customer standpoint, there is still I want people to be aware, right? That uh, curbside by any means, it's not going to be replacing. Uh, the full experience. Why people remember why people walk into the store, where you can physically experience things, try them on, and then get a feel for it, and and then you actually make the buying decision. In curbside pickup, it's still going to be an online purchase. The only fact uh, thing which is changing is now you have to. The retailer is making a real time promise to the customer that hey, it's going to be available today or tomorrow or whatever future date. If the item is not available in that store, and and then um, the, they, they need to be able to provide the experience to the customer that when order has been processed, it's ready for customer pickup, communicating it to the customer that, hey, your order is here at the store, come and pick us any time. And when the customer goes basically to the store, again, there is that mechanics that is back and forth interaction between store associates and the customer on real-time basis, some digital channel, right? It could be SMS, text messaging, it could be uh, some chat. Yeah, I'm I'm on my way, I should be there in 30 minutes, or when they reach to the store on the curbside location, I'm here now, can you bring the items out, right? Of course, it doesn't allow anybody to kind of try things on, they will still take it back, and back to their home, and they essentially will try it on that way, right? But then the thing is, first, retailers need to realize that it's not just being able to start Highlighting on the website that the items are we are offering curbside pickup, they need to think the entire life cycle. What happens with the customer journey before, when they are before the customer has actually selected that that, that item, um, being able to fulfill that promise because you are making a promise to the customer. Uh, it's not just it's available for curbside pickup. It's also when will it be available? Will it be available in 30 minutes, two hours, next day, five days later? All that has to be communicated right yeah and i think and i think
0: uh, i think you bring a really good point there um because it's about the entire life cycle of the purchase right as you're talking about and i feel like so far everybody uh is focusing on after the fact right so pretty much the customer selects the merchandise they go ahead they select the type of shipping that they want to engage in and then they make the purchase and they check out and then really all the engagement from a technical standpoint from the retailer only happens until after the checkout process took place versus happening before time and really having um, some sort of a, a real-time interaction and in response to the customer and their purchases. Am I correct with that statement?
1: No, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, as, as I mentioned, it's it's really kind of breaking down every single part of consumer journey, customer journey, right? From the consideration stage, because think about it this way, right? The curbside pickup is just a method, one more method, which you are providing to your customer to get their goods, which they want to buy, the merchandise in their hands, right? Ultimately, that's what it is. But the, 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 the key is because now you are telling customers how it is different. For example, as a customer, you walk into the store, when you see something on the shelf, it's available. You don't have to worry about inventory in stock not in stock and so on and so forth what says here it's like any other online purchase the difference is 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 following right because when a lot of retailers when they're sending something to your home yeah there's still a margin of error right because they're, as a retailer if you are a day late not a big deal right i mean most of the time of course it's a it's a very shitty experience for the customer but a lot of times a lot of customers they understand and and if basically one day delay is not a big deal but when it is cups, side pick up. You are actually committing to not only inventory being there at that particular point in time, your staff being able to process it, and then you being able to communicate two-way communication with the customer at every single touch point. So that experience is repeatable, and the customer actually thinks that you want this is the best buying experience I've had. Actually, right? Yeah. Really no, and it's experience.
0: it's a much yeah. much complex experience because to your point. Um, if he gets ho- late to my home address, who cares? I'm home, my wife is home, my kids are home, somebody's home and they're going to get the package a day later or whatnot. But if I already made the drive to your store, because you promised that the person is going to go outside of the store and put it in my trunk, right? The the level of commitment and compromise that comes with that is a lot much more complicated than just your typical standard shipping.
1: Absolutely. Because yeah, think about it this way, right? And again, a lot of people, a lot of retailers I work with and and uh, when I know of when when they think about curbside pickup, a lot of times they're thinking, you know, curbside pickup, it'll be ready in two hours. You know, what? when I'm as a customer, I'm buying for it. I don't necessarily need it in two hours, right? As I said, it's a way, it's a convenience option for me, right? I might plan that I I. I mean, I might plan that you know I'm going to be planning my day, and as long as I have enough notice that you know I can plan my day around that I need to swing by that store, spend 15 minutes there. It doesn't have to happen the same day. It could happen in the future date also, right? Where, you know maybe you can go and pick it up from that store in two days, right? It's not necessarily. For example, if you're buying a pair of pants, do you really literally need it right now or today? Uh, if that's the case, that's a different story altogether, right? So the agency piece is very different as long as retailers understand it and they're
0: able to execute around it. I think that's the key thing, right? Um, and how do you think the way curbside pickup is being implemented today, right? Which is uh, very bare bone, right? And direct and to the point, hey, put put in your order. I'll show you the inventory that's that's available for the pickup at that particular location, select it, make the purchase, and then I'll send you an email at some point when it's ready for you to pick up. Right. But then as we're talking about, then you also have to put in the labor that goes not only internally at the store, going and selecting the merchandise, but also storing it, archiving it properly so that when the customer drives up the next day or the next two days to the store, parking area, and then the resource that's actually going to walk out that merchandise and make sure that it gets delivered to the proper uh, vehicle and the proper customer. How do you think that's affecting the bottom line, right? Because it, again, it sounds really nice from a marketing standpoint, but if you think about it, there's a lot more much touch points and also a lot more uh, money that's going into labor resources when it comes to fulfilling your curbside pickup orders. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're you're touching upon several great points there, right, Carlos? And and most of the retailers frankly, unfortunately, have not given it due course of thought, right? Which is when a lot of them they think, oh you know what, we are doing ship from store and curbside pickup is essentially we have our store associate who ship from store today and we can have them go pick up the merchandise off the shelf. But there is a big fundamental shift here, right? Fundamental shift is when you are actually shipping from store to the customer's home, as we discussed a few minutes back. Customer is not driving to your store, actually, right? So the urgency of getting something right is is there, but it's not that critically important. In this case, when somebody is, you, you are actually making a promise to the customer that we are going to be, uh, we are going to be I mean, that that we'll be ready, we'll be ready with the merchandise to put in your car's trunk when you drive up, right? Now, one is, to your point, you have to plan the labor within the store. I mean, if you have a lot of stores, they are pretty lean on on how many people can be in any store. And depending upon how many orders are they processing for the same-day pickup, right, for the curbside pickup or for the delivery, if somebody chooses as states have started reopening, people people have started walking into the stores also, right? So as you are communicating these promises, how does the store planning factor into this whole equation, right? And how do they start prioritizing that these orders actually, they are for curbside pickup. And, and and if you have inventory in the store, how do you basically uh, keep it out aside as soon as we have made a promise to the customer that it's available to be picked up today or tomorrow or based on whatever date, right? So how do you make sure that the customer promise is intact? Again, from two angles, right? One is the store planning side of it which is, do you have store capacity, people in the store who can actually do process the order and, and fulfill the customer promise? And the, even the second part is the inventory side, right? As people start walking into the store, how do you actually make sure that the processing is done within the time so that way if no other customer who is walking to the store, he picks he or she picks up that last item, right? Which you have already committed for the side pickup. Right, Because that customer might be on his or her way that I'm going to get it up today, right? So how do you really avoid all these? Because ultimately, all it takes to lose a customer is one bad experience, right? So... Exactly right. You 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 lose them their lives. So that's why, yeah, it's, it's a great PR thing that yeah we are doing curbside pickup, we are doing same day delivery. But unless and until you really uh, do it properly, the risk of basically missing out or, or creating bad customer experiences is a lot lot higher compared to the upside of it. That's how uh, that's what I'm seeing actually at the moment.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I feel a lot of that sense. And I also feel a lot of pressure is getting put on the store employees. And then in subsequent, uh, the customer service is just not there, right? Because there's so much pressure, pressure, their mindset changing from the typical store employee to almost working like if you were a warehouse employee right and then also Correct. trying to be a store employee uh i feel like the customer service has decremented quite significantly now that things are reopening and again and you go to the store it's like they just try to like wave you out right oh go order online go do this like let's have the least amount of interaction you and i because i'm too busy fulfilling orders
1: that's right that is right absolutely and i think it boils down to again everything it's it's lot, some of it is obviously a lot of it is technology problem and a lot of it is also I mean how organizationally the retailers are actually looking at this whole thing because as just you you just pointed out right that a store employees the store associates they are inherently better skilled in engaging with the people right not necessarily kind of the efficiency around getting the order ready out of the door because somebody is going to be driving up to the store, right? Uh, so there is going to be naturally a degradation on customer service, and there is a risk. A lot of these brands might be, might actually start impacting customer experience in a negative fashion for people who are actually walking into the stores because a store association, hey, we have to get 50 orders out of the door today for same-day pickup. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, And you and you're losing the value of the customer that's walking through the door, right? Which I mean, nothing is more valuable than that. But then curbside makes it very competitive because you're like, wait, I just made the sale. So, right. <laughs> do I engage the person that's walking in and potentially buying that's in front of me, or do I engage the sale that already took place and I go and fulfill it, you know? So it becomes very challenging. Absolutely. And so now that we've discussed the, the problems, right. That are out there, Tell us a little bit about how Phoenix Commerce is looking at kind of uh, breaking in, right, those big gaps that we're talking about and gluing those sections together in order to increase efficiency and uh, increase uh, productivity and also the, the complete essence of any business, right, cost to benefit. How, how are you guys closing that gap?
1: Yeah, so so pre-COVID, if you think about it, a lot of enterprise retailers, majority of the sales, they are happening through stores, right? Um, people are walking to the store, and, and that's like pre-COVID, it was 84% of sales, retail sales were happening in physical stores, right? Of course, in COVID, now that 16% have become 27%, e-commerce, as we all know, has jumped up. But if if you really break down, when people are buying online, which is most of us and that's where a fundamental shift has come in and there is ample data out there which is already especially for the stores which have started to open mean the states which have started to open to see that some of these buying habits they are going to be sticking around where people are going to be buying comfortable in buying more things online and then it's a matter of getting the products in the hand of the customers right do they drive up to a store do you do same day delivery do you actually ship it to their home by any which means, right? So, what Phoenix is focused on ultimately, right, is bridging the complete divide, providing the fully integrated solution where when people are buying online, when they're browsing, checking out the products, deciding in the consideration phase, do I want to buy it or not? Having the real time view of the inventory at any given point in time within Phoenix, along with kind of retailers' own concerns on which store. Is able to support uh, online, basically the curbside or not. What product they want to offer curbside pickup, things of that nature, and then also ultimately, if they want to offer um, ship to home, right? I mean, which essentially I believe, fundamentally believe that that is still going to be 90, 95 percent of the total online volume, which is majority of the product, 90 percent plus, will still be delivered to home, even with cups, even with kind of buy online, pick up in store, curbside pickup, and so on. But uh, I see that, 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 that the challenge which I'm seeing, right, is uh, is essentially at the moment, a lot of the retailers, they kind of have deep prioritized, they have taken their eyes off of the bigger goal, which is let's take this opportunity to continue enhancing the experience for 95% of our our customers who still want to get the product delivered to their homes, as opposed to necessarily driving doing the curbside pickup if it was food great right because there is no as i mentioned earlier right there's nothing like fitment you don't really need to try it on you know what you're getting um, right in this case that the buying experience is very is fundamentally different a lot of people will still have to try it on and the whole consumer journey It will still go through the same process. It's just that where they take certain decisions, that will change. People who are trying the clothes earlier in the store, now they are trying at home. So we really, retailers need to make the entire process very convenient from the consumer standpoint, where should you, if you want to buy online and get it, pick it up at store curbside, great. So Phoenix actually can expose that. And we have the integration layer where we provide the retailers to as i mentioned earlier right based on the real-time inventory based on store capacity based on the product attributes based on what areas they are they want to offer all these options are exposed to the end customers right from the product page down below right so even on the product page as early as product page customers are shown through phoenix a variety of options right do you want to go buy online pick it up at the store, and if it is pick it up in store, which is sort of the curbside pickup, based on the available inventory, do you want to pick it up? Can retailer offer same-day pickup, or will they be able to offer kind of the pickup two or three days down the road because they will have to ship inventory to that store, right? Retailer in- internally, they might choose because customers say, I... I would just rather go and pick it up as opposed to somebody delivering it to my home, right? So it's the way we think about it in Phoenix is we, we provide that single platform, which brings the inventory, which brings all the delivery or pickup options consistently together on a single platform. And we also do live carrier rate shopping. And then based on the customer profiles, we are surfacing the options to the customer to choose do they want to get the delivery at home or do they want to pick it up right and then retailers have complete control using their own parameters that when do they want to do and what do they want to do right so pre purchase obviously when product page card, checkout etc retailer I when mean, as a cust and customer i will be able to see that this product i can get at home this one i can even get same day delivery this one i can go and pick it up in store and i will have to wait three days right and then once all that pre-purchase processing happened, customer places order, Phoenix has the ability where retailers, as soon as retailers have done the processing, the order is ready to go. Phoenix provides the communication layer also to communicate to the customers that, hey, your order is ready to go. You can pick it up anytime within the next two, three, four hours. right? So that way, basically, it's it's all completely configurable. Retailers are not doing any hard coding or anything like that, or that order has to be ready within 30 minutes, or it has to be ready within two hours. It can be completely driven based on all the constraints they are dealing with while providing an experience to the customers. So that way customers know what they are going to get and retailers is doing it very consistently. They are doing it very consistently, yeah.
0: Nice, nice. So if I'm understanding correctly, uh, just to rephrase, So pretty much you guys are really engaging the customer interaction before the checkout actually takes place, right? When the customer's browsing through that merchandise, when they're putting in their shipping information, but they haven't really checked out yet. And you're allowing the retailer to, yes, you can continue to do the curbside pickup. You can continue to do all those things that everybody else is doing. But primarily, let's focus on the number one thing, right? People want their merchandise within the next hour, if possible, right? I want to buy something online and I want to hear the doorbell of my house ringing that it's already here, you know? Hey, I'm going to go get yeah. it. It's ready to go. Connect. And really what you guys are doing is you're allowing that to happen through AI and through your system uh, by saying, look, we can utilize all of your stores as miniature warehouse warehouses, right? Which everybody else is doing. But the big difference is that we'll analyze Based on the location of the customer's address, we'll take a look at the locations that are around that customer, right? In order to not necessarily fulfill because there's a store that's three, four miles away, because maybe there's a warehouse that's a little bit further away in a 25, 50 mile radius. But that warehouse, then you look at the timing of fulfillment so that even though a store might be closer in proximity, right? The time that it takes a store to do the fulfillment because of all the things that we talked about previously in relationship to the store, having to take care of the customer plus taking care of the online orders, uh, they're probably going to take two, three, four days to fulfill the order versus the warehouse that might be in a further away distance, but their time of fulfillment might only be 12 hours or eight hours, right? And they can do that fulfillment, send it out, and then on top of that, you guys will also take a look at the carriers and look which carrier is the best fit for the customer in relationship to the price point that shipping relates to for the retailer. So that way it has the convenience factor for the customer, but it also has the cost effectiveness for the retailer that's providing those goods.
1: Absolutely right. So you you, you nail it, right? So essentially, I mean, if you look at, Fundamentally, any large retailer, um, and I'm not going to name, but you can go and check any large retailer out there today, right? So today, what happens, right? I Meanwhile, everybody is suddenly running after. Oh, we are offering curbside pickup, great, right? But then, that is going to be a tiny percentage of your total order volume online, right? That's the reality. So, uh, so basically, the other component, if you look at delivery at home orders, they are continuing to say, you know, we will do five to seven business days delivery and they have a a threshold of free shipping right as a customer i to your point where i want to know when 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 i want to get my product today actually within an hour as soon as i press the button right but retailers don't have the ability right which is they don't have the they, they have not been able to leverage the ai the power of the data their own operations data, their inventory data, the carrier's data, right? To to really surface the options which are relevant for each customer, depending upon your and my situation, I might be willing to pay five bucks extra to get something in two hours. versus so uh, you might say, you know, what? I'm okay to get it tomorrow and I don't want to pay anything for shipping, right? So how do we determine that? So there is no single, it comes down to leveraging the data and AI layer to surface the option to the customers which are most effective from retailer standpoint, keeping their operational parameters into account, which drives the conversion, which drives the sales, provides a great experience to the customers, and then ultimately improves their profitability, right? So that's where, I mean, from Phoenix perspective, we not only improve total inventory utilization, and by the way, to your point earlier, we actually start displaying those options as early as product page, right? So when somebody is on the product page, based on the geolocation, you know which zip code customer is coming in from, you, we automatically can detect which is the best location if customer wants to go and pick it up in store, showing them those type of options, right? Based on real-time usage of inventory, if we want to ship it to their home, to your point, it will be better to ship it depending upon the time it takes, right? So you don't necessarily want to show a customer, oh, it will be there in five to seven business days, but in reality, it can be shipped from a warehouse and you literally are like, uh, like basically 50 or 100 miles away from that warehouse, you will get it tomorrow right? So again, dynamically surfacing those options, and then adding the carrier layer on top of it, right? Not only choosing which is the best location to ship it from, but also which is the best carrier, which has the best performance and the best price to deliver the product to the customer, right? So ultimately, all the decision making, which, and I'll tell you, when you go to any big ones today, uh, and they are saying five to seven days, and we we guarantee to any retailer, any retailer of any size, you put in Phoenix and you will be offering basically one to one, two or three days delivery by even reducing your expenditure. So today, when mean all of these retailers they are making hundred percent of their promises are five to seven business days. With Phoenix now they are able to communicate, provide these realistic choices to the customers like you and I and saying you know what, hey, we can actually get it to you in two days or one day. And it is going to be free shipping. Guess what? I mean, that's going to move the needle. And that is moving the needle for all the customers who are using Phoenix today.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That's really, really amazing. And uh, so, how many customers do you guys have nationwide? We currently
1: work with about 45 odd uh, DTC brands and retailers. Um, so, obviously, direct to customer brands, consumer, that's a no brainer because they don't necessarily have. Lot of physical footprint out there, and and in order for them to stay competitive against, unless you have a very differentiated product, people look at delivery, and there is tons of data, by the way, available out there, right? That that delivery promise, and and frankly, thanks to Amazon, all of us have been conditioned that we want our products today, we want it right now, we don't want it five days later, right? So retailers are, and yeah, we are in a weird period right now because of COVID but rest assured that as soon as we come out of it people are going to have very laser thin, and, and Amazon is continuing to improve, they are not sitting still
0: right? Yeah, no, they no, continuing they're, to... they're continuing to push the envelope when it comes to these yeah, and then
1: right? you're absolutely right and they don't offer, by the way For what it matters when they don't offer curbside pickup or anything like that, right? They are continuing to deliver to your home. And if you look at e-commerce growth, majority of that growth is actually going to Amazon even during COVID. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Right? So it's all about convenience to the customers, providing the experience, taking full advantage of your own operations data, the carrier performance, doing the basically leveraging AI and and then really dialing up your customer experience several notches higher than where it's at today.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And and I love that if you were able to do that as a company, as a retailer, right, as an entrepreneur, because now there's more entrepreneurs out there than ever before, uh, if you could offer all those great benefits to your customer but also provide – Uh, model, right, that's cost-effective and that at the end of the day, your bottom line continues to reciprocate funds for you because that's the point of going into business, then it's a win-win situation for both the customer and the business entity that's providing the goods to the customer. Uh, Absolutely, because, I mean, think about it, right? When when
1: all these big name brand retailers, when I recently, we we shop online all the time. I am an Amazon Prime customer for last 15 years or so since they've been out there. But uh, but basically, when I look at any other retailer, you pick your choice, right? Macy's, Nordstrom, whoever, they are saying three to five days, right? And guess what? Unless and until I want something which only you as a retailer are selling it, I have many other choices to go and select. And Correct, if I so there's no sense in of me waiting unless
0: line, you have that piece of merchandise and you're the only one that has it right so
1: unless you have that exclusivity that yeah i mean if i then maybe you can get away for some time right without by compromising this thing if you are a mass merchandise retailer like macy's nordstrom Kohl's, you just have no excuse whatsoever um to to not do this because it essentially you are you're providing a very subpar experience to your customers, you're harming your business because those customers are leaving your your business and shopping somewhere else. And then you're also losing on the profitability side, right? Because now sometimes, so another retailer I just, with last week I placed the order and I had no urgency, right? I should not we placed an order, it was a good deal. I was shocked to see that they actually sent me eight different packages for one single order. Right, eight different, eight, eight different packages. Exactly. Right. So now I'm in the shipping business. I know that what it would have done to their bottom line. Did they really need to do it? Answer is absolutely not. Probably right. Had they reached out to make communicate hey, you know what? Or if they were using Phoenix honestly, right? Kind of to be very uh, shameless about it. Uh, we would have allowed them to take full advantage, present experience to the customer where they would have instead of doing the picking eight times in eight different location or even in a single location for that order, they would have either consolidated it or they would have sent a message to me that saying what, hey, we don't have the inventory in stock. Right? Type of thing. Whatever it is, right? I mean so so that's where dynamically that, that that's the key, right? Where retailers are continuing to fumble on the execution piece, and not only the post-purchase acquisition, they are not even thinking about obviously pre-purchase side of it, right? And that's where, from Phoenix' perspective, we are just changing the paradigm altogether, right? Let's let's help these guys provide the best possible experience to their customers, improve the bottom line and top line at the same time.
0: Absolutely. And, and meet the expectations of the customer, which those expectations that we're talking about, they're already there. They've been there, right? Because of players like Amazon to build those expectations. So, so I think you guys have a great offering. You have a great opportunity for all the retailers out there, everybody that's listening. Uh, I think Phoenix commerce has a, has a great initiative, a great product, and something that's going to help you stay in the game, you know, and stay ahead of the game because otherwise, as we know, and I think, History has proven this in the past 10 years more than any other time. If you don't move with technology and with the speed of the demand that technology offers to the customer, you will be left behind, regardless of the size of your business or how many multi-billion dollars you're bringing to the table today. Um, So anything else you would like to add uh, to us before we, we kick it off?
1: No, I think this is great. Um, I would, I would again, uh, I would say for retailers, I think the key is for them to not start running after the shiny object syndrome, right? Which is where suddenly next big thing is, let's do same-day delivery. That's another one similar to, so we started this conversation curbside pickup. I'm seeing a lot of enterprise retailers, they are starting to talk about same-day delivery. And my conversation for them is as a GM, as somebody who understands the kind of who is the P&L, You know, guys, have you really thought about the total impact on your business? What kind of experience you want to provide? And how many customers will benefit if you subsidize it versus your total business, right? So think about the holistic picture. Put yourself three, six months out the door as opposed to the shiny object syndrome that you know, just because somebody is offering same-day delivery, we should be able to do it. We We should be doing that as well. Even as a PR release and whatnot, right? Because ultimately, if it is not sustainable, guess what? It is going to help. It is going to help sink your business faster than before, than ever, right? So, really need to look at the health of the business, seeing what are the fundamentals, what capabilities can be supported, how do you really use data and intelligence to drive the decision making. That's the key thing, right? As opposed to just being one of the retailer who offers. Uh, side pickup or same-day delivery, and you have kind of sacrificed some of the other business initiatives which would have brought in much, much bigger value and, and really impacted a lot more customers than what probably some of these other initiatives will do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Akilish, for your time. Thank you for being with us. Uh, thank you to Phoenix Commerce for spending the time and then giving you some some little window of time to give us a dedicated half hour here. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to send it to our website at proximate360.com. Uh, have a great Wednesday and uh, Anikesh, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Carlos. If you would like to participate in the Retail Corner conversation, please sign up via email at retailcornerproxima at proxima360.com or sign up on our website at proxima360.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe and have a great weekend.